Uh, Shall I close the door? Uh, yeah, go on in. Yeah. Hey guys, while Eleanor's closing the door, just uh, this is this is a podcast that is, let's say, dropping in an exciting way because it wasn't expected, least of all by me. What? So yeah, Susan Film is back Yay. with me and my only friend Eleanor Morton. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with that. Um, basically, I wanted to test out my new Euphoria UMC two hundred two HD. Um, we're into two mic setup. Now. Yeah, we are. One each. Um, I'm really excited to be able to share this. Uh, Eleanor and I just bought wine in Asda. And we got away with it. We, we did, because every time we buy any alcohol together, <laughs> we get caught up on we it. ID. Even though the youngest of us is still seven years older than the drinking yeah. age. And, um, but t- combined, we must look very angelic. There must, no, I think we look shifty. <laughs> <laughs> I think we look like two really worn out. Um, oh, sorry, that was a laugh. That's um, fine. It's fine. Two really worn out, um, like grungy kids who've had a bit too much speed or something, I'm and we're just very tired. And yeah, and like, like we we could plausibly be eighteen, but like like really w- hard worse lives. for wear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like even less reason to give us alcohol. And that's especially definitely especially when I say hello. Um, uh, this is my ID. I think that's when you. Can hello, tell I think you're fine. I don't I've carry really ID because I life. I'm still deeply shocked i mean i shouldn't me. either but i'm also one of those paranoid people who uh gets worried going through airport security even though i have nothing to hide <laughs> hey look what good care i'm taking of my new <laughs> mixer i've immediately it's the first time i'm using it for anything i've put my drink on it what's it called bear house bearinger bearing i just made that super german for some reason bear house bear house so we're here for susan film mm. We haven't seen any films together no. recently, but mm. Eleanor, you had a film you wanted to tell me about, <laughs> and I've got one I really want to tell you about. Well, you'll be disappointed because I didn't go. Last night I went to cinema and I saw The Spy Who Dubbed Me <laughs> <laughs> because I am highbrow and uh, I love a good drama. <laughs> <laughs> I like the look of it. Yeah, it was so, fun. It was, I, I mean, and I really like Mila Kunis. I, I, I can watch Kate McKinnon literally just yes, like, read the phone she's book. Great. She's so funny. And yeah. um, it was just a fun, like, I didn't think it was going to be good. I knew it was going to be silly and, and mm-hmm. sort of campy, but that's just that's what I wanted. So me and a friend, it was yeah. my last night in Edinburgh. We went to the cinema, found a park, and we watched the film. Mm-hmm. And it's just those two being silly for a couple of hours. Yeah. And all oh, in lovely different European locations. Nice. And some hot men are in it, which is good. And oh, um, sexist. Mm, oh, oh God. What's wrong with being I'll, sexy? I'll, 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 say <laughs> I'll say what I like. Yeah. Um, those men can tweet me if they're unhappy. Yeah, and don't uh, at me. Yeah, don't don't at me. <laughs> and so no, it was good. It was weirdly violent. Actually, I thought it was oh, more. Really? It was more uh, gruesome than I thought it was going to be. There for, was for that a silly film spy, spy that came out a couple of years ago with yeah, yeah, McCarthy. He, yes, that had like was some bits in it. She is in Bridesmaids. She's yeah, like no, the I know the one. one. I know, but it, um, was it like quite? Oh, inspired. Yeah, I seem to remember there being like some things in it where I went, fucking hell, mate. (laughs) I don't know if they're trying to be like, look, just because we're a girly comedy doesn't Mm. mean we're not fucking hard. Yeah, just because Miranda Hart's in this doesn't mean there's not going to be like, (laughs) you'll see a head to get blown off. (laughs) Um, But there was two, there was Lolly Adafopo, was it? Oh, right. So that was was really weird because she came on screen and I was like... Oh, was she, and was she like properly in it with the scene and everything? Yeah, yeah, no, she was, she was, she played the annoying, as far as I can tell, she played the annoying friend of... Mila Kunis, who is sort of in a couple of scenes at the beginning. Oh, that's fun. Um, just being annoying. Yeah. And then, uh, and then the, the one of the guys from Cardinal Burns was in it. I think oh. maybe Cardinal. Wow, they've really uh, 
So was, and I was they saying made to, it across I the know, pond. I was saying to my friend, I was like, uh, I'm actually, um, uh, actually sort of, no, I mean, not really. I mean, uh, <laughs> They'd recognise me. They're people in comedy and mm. I do comedy, so. <laughs> I'm concept. basically in the film, guys, yes. If, if we were at a gig, they'd know who I was. If, if they were at the gig and they saw my name on the, the, the running order, then they'd, they'd be like, like, oh yeah, that's yeah, yeah, probably yeah, her. Yeah, 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 yeah. But if they saw me out of context, just on the street, just on the street or something, they'd they would not know who I was. No. But if I said hello, but you know, if hi. If, if I fell off a Facebook message or a mutual friend's post, then, oh, yeah. <laughs> basically in the film. I'm basically in the film. I, I saw someone um, in, they were in something and I was watching it with just someone who's not in the business. And I went, oh, I'm friends with them. And I, like, if I saw her again, if yeah. I saw her in the street, yeah. we'd say hello and yeah. chat and it'd be fine. We do know who each other is. And they went, oh, what's her name? I said, it's Gemma. And then I couldn't remember her surname. <laughs> and I just said, we're friends. <laughs> Gemma, Gemma Goodfriend. I've forgotten it, I've forgotten it again, actually. Do you mean Gemma Whelan? No, I know, I know who Gemma she Aramsmith. is. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, Gemma, Gemma, yeah, yeah, Gemma Aramsmith. It was Gemma Aramsmith. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Spy Who Dumped Me. <laughs> yes. Starring. Just a lot of fun. All the comedians that we're good mates all with. All comedians <laughs> Kate we're McKinnon. very, very close to. <laughs> um, no, it was, just, it was a lot of fun. And uh, I just... I just like it. Like I just like going to see silly films sometimes, you know. Um, yeah. Would I see it again? Probably not. If it was on Channel Five and I was right, yeah. already watching TV, I would probably watch it. Again. And you watch a lot of Channel Five, so <laughs> I have. Like, oh I, God, it's on again. I have been. I've been watching a lot of The Bachelorette, which is ITV. Really? Too. Yeah. What happens in it's, that? It's I don't so understand. So funny. It. Okay, no, I didn't really understand. I still don't really understand. <laughs> it. So it's like The Bachelor, but it's a woman. It's a woman, and she has to pick from about twelve men, and they all yeah. look. They're all really hot, but they all look exactly the same. And um, or like there's like a brunette type and a blonde type. Okay, okay, okay. And that's like the difference. It's a surfer guy. And then one like slightly possibly ethnic man. Okay, yeah. Uh, and then then they have to go on various dates, bunny ears dates, and mm. um, uh, and they're all very ridiculous. Like the last episode, they all went to Stratford upon Avon in Britain. And uh, what? It's English. No, it's American. But they oh. they flew out for the date in Stratford upon Avon. Fucking Stratford. <laughs> Shakespeare's land, and that's they had amazing. to perform scenes from Romeo and Juliet. That, that's just, horrendous. It was yeah. It's supposed to be really embarrassing and stupid. Good. And, uh, and then they and then they uh, and she's this lovely southern belle, and they're all these sort of hunky, slightly aggressive men, and they just have to vie for her hand, and it's hilarious. <laughs> and then she has to marry <gasps> one of them at the end of it. What? Yeah. Wait. What? They have. She have to get married at what? the end, or they have to get Are engaged. Are you serious? Anyway. No, I'm totally serious. They have to get engaged at the end. She has to choose one to get but engaged to. That's. Suddenly, this <laughs> stupid show has become like deeply sinister. Yeah, it's horrible. I mean, you must, which of these will you marry? You should you uh, should see it the other way around, where it's one guy and a bunch of girls. And a load of women all fighting yeah. for some twat. I guess you could just call that life. <laughs> but, you know, I recommend it if you are at your parents' house for a week with I'm at my parents' house for the last five years, mate. <laughs> then get not, on it. Uh, it's on watching, every day. Well, I've been wasting my time watching MSNBC, watching American yeah. News. Ugh, I could boring. Be watching, Politics, yeah. snore. Oh, hello, life. It's no basically thanks. a microcosm of American life. Oh Jesus Christ! You know, it's 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 a it's a the Bachelorette. Yeah, it's she's like a blonde, probably conservative voting young woman. Okay. Do they ever discuss politics on it? Oh, do I they have like? Is there an they're... episode where they have to like? It's political campaigning week. <laughs> <laughs> you you're going to be the Democrats <laughs> and you're going to be the Republicans. Yeah. And there's just one guy and there's one guy going. I'm not comfortable with this. My father voted <laughs> my Democrat father. my entire life. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean the. There should be one of those episodes. There's like they've had to like boat race each other. They've had to meet what? her friends, and then her friends have asked some really weird questions. Um, it's just really funny because it's fun seeing the men have to go through the kind of stuff that the women had to go through in the first series. 
I simultaneously want to watch this so much and also never want to see it. I will it. probably show you a highlight reel later. Oh my God, I can't wait. And there's always <laughs> some kind of drama like, so the woman in this series has a kid and so it's all like, oh God, how will they deal with the child? So do some of the men, that's quite interesting actually, yeah. do some of the men then go at any point, all the women, if it's the, mm. if it's the bachelor one, yeah. do they ever go, yeah, no, I don't like them very much. I'm going to go. No, they are all, they are all <coughs> constantly super competitive Please. because I think maybe you get a cash prize as well. But yeah, no, I, because okay. you never, you don't see them before the show. No. So you'd think that they'd be like, oh no, actually he's not really my type. But no, yeah. they, they're all super competitive and like they really have to want... win the bachelorette or the bachelor. How, um, how many have stayed married? Oh, I think none of them. I, <laughs> I sneakily looked up, because the one on ITV2 is a repeat. I looked up the ending and um, she does get engaged to one of them. But then right now she is now married to her childhood sweetheart and they have four kids. So that's kind of nice. I mean, I mean it proves her, it doesn't work. Why was, how did... I mean, I had so many questions. I don't understand this. I don't, but like reality TV baffles me anyway, which is not me going like, oh my God. No, I no, I feel the it. same. I, I, feel I, the I same. love watching reality TV, but I don't know how anyone other than like a talent show, I get yes, how people yes. end up on No, those. I don't know. I don't know why you would how apply you en- for... How do you end up on Big Brother? Love Island or yeah. Big Brother. I don't love understand. Love Island. What would you... At least with Big Brother, it's not like, yeah, you're meant to go in there and form a relationship with a... with Yeah. With your preferred gender and have sex and talk about it although preferably the preferred gender will be heterosexual yeah uh excuse me Uh, none of that yes i think that was implied (laughs) it's well it should have been should we smack open the olives that's not what what people say (laughs) that's what we say and then talk let's open them heterosexually yeah exactly um the good way thank you eleanor these are from asda they are Mm. And today's uh, podcast is sponsored by Asda Olives. Asda Olives that we will eat and talk through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like ASMR. Um, I've um, got to stop talking about ASMR. Yeah, um, it seems like a thing now. I don't, I don't really understand. Sorry, um, I went off mic. It seems like a thing now. I don't mm. really understand why. I don't think I would enjoy it. But some I keep do. Tr- I keep watching it out of fascination. I found that when they rustle paper and stuff and they're not talking, I'm like, I, I can see why that's quite relaxing. And sometimes I've put that on in the background to, like, I've been writing and they'll be just be rustling paper sounds. I'm like, oh, yeah, no. It's quite quite a chilled out thing. But when they start going, hi. <laughs> that's how they do it. They go, hi, how are you? Great. They talk like it's a conversation. What do they talk about? Just so, all different things. And sometimes they have, like, role play ASMR. Oh, my God. And it's like, there's one <laughs> she's like hello i'm your hotel receptionist for today and i went what are you what is this and we're gonna check you in but it was 30 minutes long and oh if it, if it took me 30 minutes to check into a hotel i'd be furious i can't even listen to my uh, i listened back to the one-on-one cinema club one i did with matt oh right a couple of months yeah, yeah. ago um does he have two mics set up he doesn't. Ah, fucking Matt. What a pleb. And, um, Get over it, Matt. <laughs> Get over it, Matt. I'm better than you, Don't Matt. Don't at me. Um, <laughs> anyway, and we both had colds when we recorded it, and I couldn't, I couldn't listen to it. It was horrible. I was like, ugh. Uh, well, what are you doing? Yeah, my favourite film is... Um, <laughs> horrible. We've only we've talked about the spy who dumped me in The Bachelorette. <laughs> Because we're girls and therefore it's girls. It's movie chat with two ladies. Mm, so we're going to talk about girls' films. No, Honestly, girls though, Ke- I mean, I'm sure some people, Kate McKinnon is very much not their flavour. Oh, but she is my flavour. She's brilliant. Yeah. And she's just... You sh- I Great think you value. Just, yes, and you just want to be her friend when you watch her. 
What I think film we should did make you want film. to talk about? I felt like you were wanting to talk <laughs> okay. about film. I'm jonesing to talk to you about the book of Henry. <gasps> what, wait, Have what I told it? you about no. the book of Henry? So I watched it last year and I was like, this is the worst film I've seen this year. It's genuinely the worst film I saw that year. Uh, and then Real I kind recap. of... Okay. I, and then I recently watched it again and then went, oh, fucking hell, it's so bad. It's good. It's, it's nuts. So it's Naomi Watts and the kid who plays... Uh, Bill in It movie. Oh, Skarsgård. Skarsgård. Uh, oh, God. Oh, sorry, Bill. Yeah, the, not the guy who no, plays the clown. No, his name is no, Bill. No, the kid. Yeah, the, he, Bill, Bill yes, Bill Skarsgård. Sorry, another kid. He plays know, Bill Denver in the, in the movie of It, new movie of It. Got it. And he is... Which was the last one we talked about on here. Y- yeah. Nearly a year oh, ago. Oh, Susan well. film. It's canon. Um... <laughs> So that he he's her son and he's Henry and he is a fucking genius. Okay. He's so smart. Is it a, a remake of Horrid Henry? <laughs> I never saw Horrid Henry, but yes, it is. <laughs> They've remade it for American audiences. And she's a single mum with these two kids and Henry is the boy genius. And he's about 11 or 12. And it opens with Henry's in class and there's a kid, and they're all giving talks about what they want to be when they grow up. And there's a kid going, I want to be a dodgeball champion. And Henry, because he's so smart, is like, that's not possible. But he's such a cunt about it. <laughs> he's like, mm, dodgeball is not a sport. It, basically, Henry's an asshole, right. And he, he like... He goes, Mum, you have to come and pick me up now from school. So she goes to pick him up. But while he's waiting for her, he's on the payphone at the school doing stocks and shares. <laughs> <laughs> what is the genre of Book of Henry? Um, it's a drama, right. a psychological drama. Okay. Um, I should speed it up because I could talk about it for hours. Basically, the next door neighbour is um, Hank from Breaking Bad. Uh-huh. Do, you know, do, yes. do you watch Breaking Bad? I I didn't really watch it, but I know the characters. He's, uh, he's Hank from Breaking Bad and he's got a daughter and Henry is like positive that he is interfering sexually with the daughter. So, and he's like, hmm, there's definitely something up there. We never see it explicitly, but Henry's like, that's definitely happening. And then, oh, and Henry handles all the family's finances. And he says things like, you should get a new car, mum. And she's like, there's nothing wrong with our car. And he goes, well, we can afford it. But then also she's always worrying about money, but they live in a really nice house. Oh, they always do in those films. They did, don't they? Yeah, even when they're worrying about money. And you know why? Because Americans have space. Oh, look at Roseanne. Roseanne's meant to be working class. My childhood home, which is bigger than the house I've got now, could fit inside Roseanne's lounge. Yep. yep. And I said that on Facebook, just for a bit of fun. And someone said, eh, that's because they have to uh, get the whole film set in there. And I was like, yeah, no, I know why the lounge it's is not, big. Not a real, not a real house. Uh, it's not a doc- Rose, what, you mean Roseanne's not a documentary? <laughs> anyway, Book of Henry. Sorry, yes. uh, Henry. This sounds hilarious. It's a good watch it's a really good watch Henry gets a headache and he's, and, and he's always like oh god I've got a bloody headache and uh, eventually he has to go to hospital and he tells the doctor I have a brain tumour and this is the type I've got and the doctor's like well he's right <laughs> <laughs> that is what he's so is, is he clever or like psychic? He's yeah. It's never really. He's he's very very clever. He's amazing with money mm-hmm. and telling people what to fucking do. Right. He puts. He's he, at one point his mum called the book of man. Yeah, the book of memory. <laughs> <laughs> like book of mansplaining. <laughs> <laughs> we are fun. 
and there's oh, there's a bit where Naomi Watts gives her kids the finger. She's like, gives stitch, gives them middle finger, and uh, Henry tells her the, how she should be doing it. That's not how you give the finger, mum. Like he's such a prick. Wow, that would infuriate me. So he got a brain tumor, and then Henry dies. Um, and the mum is like, everyone's uh, for some reason people are like, that's sad. I don't think it is. Uh, <laughs> about 11 or 12 um and they so she goes looking around the house and she finds a book that he's written Mm -mm. and it's got in it instructions of how to kill the next door neighbor and save the daughter without getting into any trouble for it i think we should watch it and do a proper podcast oh my god well like a, a riff tracks yeah oh we'll do that right that we're T- gonna do a book of henry. TM, not we're gonna do a book of henry suzanne film starring me and so Emma, you're not gonna tell me the friend no i'm not gonna tell uh, you the end but the ending is hilarious yeah it sounds hilarious the whole film is for considering it involves a kid dying from a brain tumor yeah it's fucking what was the hilarious reaction like are you like oh everyone hated this movie okay well yeah people people no it's one's not like thing where you're sitting there like does no one else see how does no one else see how crap this is no this isn't like when i watched the odd life of timothy green and i was like this film is horrible again featuring a kid that disappears um maybe you just don't like children Maybe it's just kids, yeah. <laughs> this turns out like everyone loved the Book of Henry. It's a terrible movie, and it lulls you into thinking like, how bad can it be? Naomi Watts is great. Um, yeah, Bill. Come on, Naomi. Bill from It is great. The guy from Hank from Hang from Breaking Bad. What a beard, right? The sort of old guy. No, oh, he's bald. His head's round. His head's perfectly round like a ball, and he's bald. No beard. Am I? Th- I'm thinking of. Um, you think how old is he? About probably like fifty. Well, I I swore I thought I was thinking of the same guy that I'm thinking of. Like he's um, he's called Dean something. The actor. Oh, it's not and him. Then never mind. His like the only thing I know him for is Breaking Bad. I'm thinking of Breaking older Bad. Actor. Okay. Yeah. No, he's quite like hey. Ha, who's the one his... who's sort of a bit older, also bald, got a white beard? Oh, in Breaking Bad. That's God. <laughs> what? He's bald. He wears. A you hat. know who I. You don't know name who has a white beard in Breaking Bad? Just sort of a Jonathan something. That's that's the actor's name. Jonathan something. Jonathan something. <laughs> Great content. Jonathan. <laughs> jo- if I googled Jonathan Breaking Bad, it would come up. I don't. I have no don't idea who you're talking about. Oh, uh, yeah. Do you mean come the on. guy who's the hitman in Breaking Bad, Mike? Yeah, I think so. And he's like. Let me die in peace. Spoiler alert, he dies. <laughs> he's a bit uh, old, grumpy kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah, because he's in Community playing an old, grumpy guy. Is he? Well. I haven't watched Community. I like that actor. I should. Anyway. You should. It's very funny. But also, what? I get why you wouldn't want to if people keep going. You should no, watch I it. would like to. I don't own. Um, I don't own. I, I don't believe have... it's all on Channel 4 now. Is it really? On 4OD. Count me in. Yeah, there you go. Done. So, but, sorry, Book of Henry. Book of Henry. Yeah, I recommend it. But the only thing I know that Hank guy from is Breaking Bad, Book of Henry, and also he accidentally wrote something in the search. It, he tried to search something on Twitter, but he accidentally tweeted it, and what he was trying to search was porn gifts. <laughs> 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 Isn't it? I've never got caught tweeting something no, I was trying either. to search. Was like the also, Ed, Ed I wouldn't like search for... Yeah, Ed Balls. What, what do you think he was trying to do, though? Was he trying to search his porn own name? Porn gifts. Ed Balls. Yeah. yeah, I think he was trying to search his own name. But he I just don't know tweeted why, Ed Balls. I also don't know why you would search porn gif. No. You, you can watch porn yeah, if you've like, got access to the internet. You, it's not to get off on, surely. Is it mm. to tweet at someone? Or is it to do some kind of creepy, like, send it to women harassing them? <laughs> and a porn gif. We will never know. Uh, that's not 
libelous. I wasn't suggesting that he's done that. No. But uh, God, even though stressful. we're not suggesting he did that, he definitely <laughs> did that. I'm going to start the wine. Yeah, go, go for Should it. Should we pause we? it? Yeah, let's pause, pause it. A winning jumper I'm for my only well. friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a show title. Let's uh, let's keep drinking. Yeah, let's just keep drinking. Drink till we're funny. Mm. Mm. I so, wish all women would do that. Yeah, please, ladies. Oh, come on. Have you seen any other... Did you see any films during The Fringe? Um, We've come back from Edinburgh. We've been... Like, it's a week after The Fringe yeah. has ended, and here we are. Um, All I did... we I went with my mum to a screening of the new ITV series of Vanity Fair. How was that? Uh, I enjoyed Lavish. it. Lavish. I am I am a fan of Vanity Fair, so I was excited. Okay. And then they had a Q&A with the actors. Um, right. Who's it, in it? It's all, it's all new people, up-and-comers, you know. Okay. Um, But they have some stalwarts. They have... Uh, Martin Clunes. Oh, and, uh, always good value. Um, oh, who's the uh, Simon Russell Beale? Yeah, yeah. And Martin Clunes, Susie Bennett, comedian Susie Bennett is a big fan. Oh, is she? Yeah. Well, shout out, he's in it. So <laughs> you should enjoy that. He is in it. He plays um, uh, Sir Pitt Crawley, who is a bit of a sort of lecherous old man. Okay. Um, and no, it was very fun. It was um, it was funny though because I bumped into Tom Bell. Of, ah. of 118 Man fame. Yeah, yeah. On the way there, and he was like, oh yeah, my friend's in it. So. Did a show with him in Edinburgh. Oh. Did Luke McQueen show with him. Oh, oh, He right. was the guest one day. Oh, nice, yeah. Yeah. Um, he's a lovely man. Um, but he, uh, <laughs> he's <laughs> like, um, he was like, oh yeah, my friend's in that. And I was like, God, it's so weird, like, it, especially when you're during the festival, you just bump into people and then you yeah. go see something and then you know someone who knows someone who's in it. Yeah, yeah. There uh, was a Vanity Fair movie, world. wasn't there? Um, with Reese Witherspoon? Yeah, sorry. I apologise. Ellen eating. Reese oh, Witherspoon. You're disgusting. Reese Witherspoon. Uh, I don't know the story of Vanity Fair at all. I haven't seen that movie, so that's good content again. But uh, what is the story of Vanity okay, Fair, so please? It's really great. I really love it. It's very sort of timely. Uh, timeless, not timely. Mm. No, it's sort of timely. Um, and timely. It's basically about a young woman in sort of Regency Britain who, um, she's sort of born poor, but she... Uh, manages to get sort of an education at this girls' school and um, works her way up through the system. And it's mm-hmm. all the characters are in it are sort of all they're all flawed and they're all quite funny and silly. And it's kind of like a satire on how society works. Oh, okay, so and it's so, like a class. Yeah, it's satire. very much like a class thing. And she's kind of like an anti-heroine. You know, she's very like clever and and um, uh, what's the word? Uh, I don't know. Not not cunning. What's a better word than Oh, wily. Yeah, wily, I guess. Wily. Um, wily. And um, sort of, you know, her aim is to be high, as high as possible in society. But obviously, you know, this, uh, it's set during like Waterloo and all these different things. I see. Uh, so it, w- when did the book come out? Um, I want to say... Is I it w- like post-Jane Eyre? Yeah. Do you mean Jane Austen? Jane Eyre. Jane Eyre. <laughs> Jane Eyre, the first feminist novel. One of three um, facts it, I know. I'm trying to think because it sounds like quite a feminist. I just thought you meant Jane, Eyre uh, Jane Austen because it's all Regency stuff. Um, is it Jane Austen? Um, I'm going to look it up. It is probably later than Regency. Okay, well, okay. Yeah, no, it is later, but it's sort of set then. But it's not much later. Like, it's kind of like... And it's her name. Maybe 1850s or something. Cause it's it was her serialized. name, Vanity Fair. Mm. Her name is Becky Sharp, and um, oh yeah, because there's a movie, the first ever color film is yeah. Becky Sharp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like it's been five remade it? loads, and that's what the magazine is called. And it's yes. just all about like how we're all kind of chasing this dream of like being popular and stuff, but really it doesn't matter. 
Okay. And so it's about her and then her, the other sort of main character is her friend Amelia, who's this sort of quite uh, sort of silly, naive girl who's very likable, but a bit a bit daft. And, I um, see. It's just about like their, their lives and how they work. But I just really like it because it's about these two women and they're very like... Sounds like wicked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it basically is. It's like these two clever women who are very like... Well, Jane Eyre is way earlier than that, actually, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's... It must I d- be I like 18... 30s or something 18 yes yeah, I don't know anything about stuff but it's it's by a man so but you know he, yeah. he knew what he was talking about it he, sounds like um, oh no wait Jane Eyre 1847 what hang on a minute what, what you mean the first feminist novel has been uh, they're saying oh it's Jane Eyre just because a woman wrote it turns out yeah turns out a man was I mean obviously you couldn't necessarily say it's a feminist novel because Becky Sharp's not necessarily a good person but okay. it's like a very she sounds like a she's strong like, woman. Yeah, though. she's a very strong woman. She's very like likably, um, likably flawed. Yes, and sort of you know you you kind of root for her because she's the only one in this kind of in the kind of thing who isn't like from a privileged background. Oh, okay. So like she's kind of making the most of what she got, and she's got this kind of like. This must sound so gross. I'm so sorry. <laughs> ASMR. Hello. Would you like to check into your hotel? <laughs> That's great. Oh, another massive laugh from me. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so she's the only one, and so you know you kind of root for her because you want her to kind of beat this system. I see. Um, even though she's a that's bit, kind of a bit pitted against her. Yeah, exactly. And so it's all very like, and all the characters are very silly and funny, and it's all very mm-hmm. satirical. It's not like a serious drama. Oh my god, maybe I'll watch. You should the watch Reese it. with the spoon. You, no, you version should. I mean, and then one, the TV series, yeah. and never read the book. <laughs> I enjoyed films about the book. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag the truth. Um, <laughs> I enjoyed the Reese with the spoon one. They sort of made her more sympathetic, and therefore a bit less. Not as sparky. Not as sparky. But she's still pretty good. But um, they changed some stuff around, which was... I think it's fine. I think it will work much better as a TV series because um, it was serialised. It's a big, chunky book that was serialised. So gotcha, okay. it's sort of designed like that. But my... Uh, here's a fun fact. My mum's mm. friend, Trisha's cousin, played oh. Becky Sharp in the 90s version. On, B- on the BBC. Yeah. On um, the book. What's her... What's her name? Uh, Matheson. Claire Matheson? No, that's a... F- don't edit that out. Someone who's, else. who's that? Uh, <laughs> it's something Matheson is her name, and she was the... Something Matheson. Yeah, she was the Becky in the 80s or the 90s. Okay. Anywho, no, so I enjoyed it a lot. It was very funny. It was very well done. It was um, the sort of producer slash writer is this really cool woman who uh, seems to really know her stuff, so... So, yeah, it was a lovely evening out. It was obviously like me and my mum and like a hundred old people. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> so. Hey, cool though, and Tom Bell. And, uh, well, he was passing, he was merely passing. Merely but I could passing. imagine him in it. Yeah, you could you definitely think? imagine him in a region. I can see that actually, I can imagine that. Mm-hmm. Just popping by. Popping by. In, hey, um, hello, ladies. Popping J, more like. Pop- <laughs> <laughs> Very clever regency pun. <laughs> um, so, that is the only, in answer to your question, that is the only thing I've seen. That okay. What, well, did you see anything to do with it? takes over your life, doesn't yeah. it? And you, all you see is other people's shows. I watched a lot of EastEnders and mm-hmm. I re-watched Breaking Bad from the beginning on Netflix. You said, yeah. Um, Good? Yeah, yeah. Like, I hadn't watched it since it stopped airing in 2013, so that's five years. And I was thinking, like, I, I started watching it again just for something to do in the mornings when I, you know, just, like, trying to relax, not think about the fringe. And I was watching it, going, fucking hell, I'm having such a good time. Why didn't I do this way sooner? But then, by the end of season four, you go like, wow, Jesus Christ. And season five is quite a difficult watch. Not because it's bad, because it isn't. It's really brilliant. But the our 
protagonist that we've been uh, rooting for for four seasons does something terrible. Um, I don't want to give any spoilers. I don't want to give any spoilers, but also it's been out for five years. So Does he wear up. white after Labour Day? <laughs> I've heard for Americans that's He's very bad. He's a very bad man. I don't understand that because if you wear white after Labour Day, surely Labor eventually Day it's just Labour. No, I don't. Is it to do with the Labour Party? I'm confused. They, they, well, they don't have a Labour Party in America. And also, isn't every day yeah. Labour Day if you're working? Yeah, apart from Sunday, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> they, yeah. So you weren't... So basically it was harder to... I got season five and I found season five. It's, there's sort of 16 episodes in season five. And I was watching it going, oh, come on, I'll just get to the end of this. I found it, it was making me sad. Because oh. my favourite character... Is Jesse? Yeah, and Jesse doesn't die, does he? No. No. Oh, or does he? Spoiler alert. Maybe he get over it. If you haven't seen if it, if you haven't seen it, it's been out for years. Get it's over your it. Fault. But Jesse gets punished for Walt's misdeeds right. constantly, like quite a lot during the series, anyway. But in season five, he really they really put Jesse through the ringer. Aww. I don't know how Jesse will ever recover from what happened to him in season five. Uh, oh God. I just wish that it mode. ended with the epilogue. I feel like the epilogue should be Jesse setting his, up his own Etsy shop selling wooden boxes, <laughs> which will only make sense to people who've really viewed it hard, that series. Um, I watched that. And what else did I watch during Edinburgh? Um, I watched nothing apart from Try Guy videos from BuzzFeed. <laughs> because they are happy, lovely men. Right. Having a happy, lovely time. They're just having a good That's time. Oh, I'll tell you what I watched. Um, what's that film called where it's three girls going on their prom night going, let's lose our virginity. Oh, Did I you don't know. look it up. American Pie? No, it came out last ball year. Ball it's women. Jawbreaker? No, that's right. That's the 90s. Ball Breakers. That's ball Breakers. Mean, no, that's not three bloody women. <laughs> it's called something like Prom Sisters or something. Prom is it one of those Netflix films? No, it's not. It went in the cinema, but I watched it. Netflix films. One of those bloody Netflix films. Which I mean, not a real film. Oh, I did watch a film. Ooh. I did watch a film. I'll tell you about it in a minute. But I must find the name of this. Three. Um, I'm looking at Prom Night. Three girls. Maybe it's just called Prom Night. No, Prom Night is a horror. It's like a schlocky in horror In some film. ways, aren't all Prom Nights a horror? Did yeah. You have, did you have a Prom Night? Yes, I did. And um. It's called Blockers because I think they wanted to call it Cock Blockers, but they couldn't. It's called Blockers. Anyway, it was quite I mean, good. I think that's not. It like was quite good. It was quite sex positive, and the really? girls are all great in it. Uh, and it wasn't like judging them. It was really good. And it was really funny. Anyway, anyway, uh, my prom night. Yes. Class of two thousand. So we're going about eighteen <laughs> years. I was Crazy. a year younger than everyone in my class because humble brag, I'm weird. And <laughs> did my no no I just, just did clever. I did oh, I, I got put up a year very well good. I was I'm not anymore Nerd. I think we can tell from this podcast that I'm still very clever <laughs> I'm like a 34 year old not 33 year old we, so I had I did all my GCSEs a year early mm-hmm. we did a prom night and my mum had given me 35 pounds to buy a dress oh she in the year 2000 was the equivalent of like that's a lot of money 38 pounds I think I got 40 pounds but to buy mine hey man we're killing prom. Uh, and I can remember going around Oxford Street with my aunt, uh, my auntie Fiona, and we found a dress for a fiver in the Topshop oh, sale. Yes. It was like that's what I'm talking about. It was basically a strip of purple velvet lycra, Ooh. slashed 
slashed asymmetric I'm neckline. I'm thinking Ukrainian gymnast. <laughs> it was like that. Yeah, it was like what she'd wear to the medal ceremony. <laughs> it was like, it hides nothing, but I had nothing because I was 15 there you and go. I looked about 12. Uh, but I wore it and I can remember thinking like, I feel a million bucks. And I'd done my makeup, which was put black eyeliner around my eyes, no mascara, no eyeshadow, no foundation, no lipstick. Edgy. Just eyeliner and lots of it. And someone did my hair, I remember that. And I just thought, went through the whole night going like, I looked great. And then oh. the next day, a girl in my year no. got my number off somebody no, else. No, what's going to happen? Her name was, I don't remember her name. <laughs> I don't remember her name. Charlotte. Natalie. <laughs> it was Natalie. I don't remember her surname actually. Her name is Natalie. She wasn't very nice. She sent me a text message saying, what? I'm here with, and then listed some people she was with from our year. I'm here with, and we're just talking about what a munter you looked. What the fuck? <laughs> The ball. The worst thing I've ever you heard. looked a little munter at the ball, and you've and they said, oh, "You've got you've got no tits." And I read it, and I went, oh, "I do have no tits." <laughs> Why the fuck would someone do that? That's horrible. I know it was really unpleasant, and all the pictures came out from the prom, yeah, from the school ball, um, and they put them all up on a in the corridor. Uh, <gasps> For they were like, okay, year 11, all the pictures are up. They're all numbered, so go and pick which ones you wanted. Uh, and I never went and looked oh at them. Oh, my God. Because I didn't want to see how story. gross I looked. Oh, I didn't know it was going to be a sad story. It's a really, it's like, what a cunt. it's Carrie. Yeah, that's If this Carrie. was a movie, it no would. Tuggies. No, it's just like I went, well, I suppose like, I got my revenge. It's 18 years later and now I've got a big pair of tits. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and a podcast to talk about. Yeah, and I could talk about it. What have you got, Natalie? Can't remember your surname. It's Mackenzie. Maybe her name wasn't Natalie. Well, I mean... Mackenzie, Natalie Mackenzie. I'm not Scottish, you idiot. Ah, shit, that's <laughs> all I can think of as Scottish names. <laughs> all people I went to high school. Her name's Natalie Muc- McTartan. <laughs> Did you know Natalie McTartan? She's a good friend of mine. Yes, she's a, she's a cow, and she said a terrible thing to me. There was no one in my year called Natalie, to mm. clarify. Well, what all the girls in your year called... Uh, a lot of people Laura. Ella Enchanted. That's not even Scottish. <laughs> Scottish I'm thinking of, um, what's that film called? Brave. <laughs> which is not. Which is not Ella Enchanted. What's her name? Uh, G- Merida, which I don't think Merida is a Scottish Mac- name. Merida I don't think that's an actual Scottish I've never heard of anyone called that. I do. Really Morvin is a very Scottish Morvin? name. Morvin? Morvin. Never heard that name in my life. You made it up. I did not make it Why up. must you make my but podcast no one- <laughs> a, a catalogue of All lies? All the girls in my year had pretty standard names. Um... <laughs> you know, just like British names. Morvin. Not Morvin. Okay. There's no Morvins in Is Eleanor yet. Scottish? Not really, no. Okay. Margaret is. That was my, is it? my middle name. Princess Margaret. Princess Margaret. Famous. I like to drink a lot. Yeah. Um, and smoke a lot, the chimney. Jennifer's, Laura's. Um, These are all just boring names. They were all very boring names. Very standard. No offence. Like, no, it was just like no a mid- the 90s <laughs> choice for names. Um, yeah, yeah, they're popular. Caitlin's, a couple of Caitlin's. Caitlin. See, Caitlin strikes me as quite a Celtic name, mainly it's because Irish, most yeah. of the letters from it could spell out Celtic. Well, <laughs> it's technically pronounced Kathleen, but um, you Celtic can't, isn't you can't even tell. Scottish, is it? Either? No, it is. Is it? Okay. Yeah, good. that's like Irish. What's Gaelic? Gaelic is a language. Oh. It's the Irish language <laughs> and Gaelic is the Scottish well, I've version. I've just talked about how I missed a year at school because I was so smart. Well, I went up to Tom Neenan, who's very funny and did yeah. a great show this year, but I went up to him after his <laughs> show and I was like, just to let you know, um, um, 
Robert Burns didn't write in Gaelic, he wrote in Scots. And um, I know that that's like, not a thing, but <laughs> it's just you're going to be doing this in Edinburgh, so people will get annoyed. <laughs> was he like, he's really nice, so was he like, oh, thank you? Yeah, of course he was. I was just like, I'm sorry, I had to mention that I've got a degree in, in it. Uh, do you think, uh, oh, humble brag. Humble you, brag. <laughs> I think Tom Neenan's really nice, and I'm going to see his show when it's on in London. Um, so should you, everybody listening, all ten of you, Anna Kempner. Um, <laughs> but Anna, I have a feeling that when you walked away, he was like fucking Eleanor Morton. Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> she's not even properly Scottish. Oh How yeah, dare oh you're she Scottish, aren't you, mate? Oh yeah, you sound really Scottish. <laughs> My prom? Oh, you know how I... Tell me about your prom. You know how I remember... Uh, I can Tell me about your dress. <laughs> tell you exactly when it was. It was the night Michael Jackson died. Oh my God, let's talk about the night Michael Jackson and died. And obviously this Do was... Do your story and then I'll tell well, you about the night Michael Jackson basically, died. Basically, I feel like I've heard this story. I feel like there's a thing. But yeah, basically um, this yeah. was before everyone had smartphones. So everyone was like, apparently Michael Jackson's dead. And yeah. everyone was like, is he? It was the iPhones whole was overshadowed new. by that. iPhones were like a year old at this point. Yeah, so very few no one really had, had one. So none of us knew... The truth. Yeah, the truth. Um, mine was in the George Hotel on George Street, which you will know from Edinburgh. I do know it. It was very fancy. Um, Is that Le Monde? No, no it's opposite. Hotel. Okay, okay. Um, oh, mostly because, sorry, mostly because we've been thrown out of the Balmoral. Um, what had you done? Got drunk. Got I drunk mean, not us, like the year before. Um, oh. <laughs> I was going to say. And I wore a, I don't know how you'd describe the style, like a sort of, um, just a kind of, dress really a green dress a green dress sort of v v neck green okay sort of a line dress where is it from zara oh sweatshops and my <laughs> mum sewed up the bottom of the um the v just so no really so there were no boob. there was no cleave. It, i mean there was no cleavage anyway but it was quite a low oh, v to we be were fair. the same <laughs> yeah i was 15 no boobs exact except <laughs> that you've got boobs now and mine haven't really appeared but yeah, um, you have well, they're all right. I'm staring at me right now, Ew. baby. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is horrible. Um, and it's it very was funny. Fine. Oh, I because this was like the last year of school, and I was like, I'm gonna really fucking have a dress and look nice, and then everyone will yeah. go, oh, oh, Eleanor looks nice the whole time. And um, yes. so I got these uh, really nice gold high heels from Ooh. the Livingston out outlet shop shopping mall which we went to a lot hello and obviously i couldn't walk in them <laughs> at all hey but for pictures you I'd, just have to keep still exactly i'd really underestimated how hard it was to walk in heels yeah. and so i just yeah i just stood in them and then carried them around right um and nothing really happened um because it was just like you know some 16 17 year olds at a prom we just sort of had our had our um allocated two glasses of wine with the meal <sighs> You got wine. I think so, yeah. We were very, very vanilla. My, I've told you, my group they of really friends was very vanilla. They really trusted you, so. though, to give you wine, let you have, I'm going to eat an olive. I mean, maybe that's why the Balmoral, maybe they shouldn't have given us any wine. Well, well no, you could have you could have wine with a meal when you're like 14 or something. I mean, I've only, that's the rule. Really? Yeah. Someone didn't, I mean, I didn't ever get any. Oh my God. At my prom, there were tea, it was at some shit old hotel. We all went on the coach. Um, I went to, my school was a little bit gross. And all hey, the, my school was <laughs> really um actually not that nice i mean it was fine um it was standard li- hey listeners to give you an idea i was like it was like i was the princess at my school wow. that no that makes it sound wrong that makes it sound like i was like bowed down to me because i wasn't but i was you like class i was like the well-off i didn't realize i was from a low-income background until i went to university because i'd gone to such like dirty gross school well <laughs> 
I was the well-off, well, not the well-off one, but the posh one at my school. Mm. But that doesn't really say much. Is that from your accent? Yes. If you sounded English, then that just meant you were posh. Okay, okay, okay. Automatically. I get it. Well, yeah, we both went to proper, like, state schools. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, mine Well, how big was your school? I would say it was... How big was it? Yeah. Uh, 2,000 in (laughs) in my year. Oh, that's big. So it's pretty big, yeah. That's huge. That's bigger than my school. Yeah, it's pretty big. Um, Yeah. Two, wait, what am I talking about? 2,000 in my year, 200 in my year. Oh, okay, okay, okay. No, so no, like 1,000, the school's about 1,000. I think it's about 2,000 in, in the school. Gotcha, okay. Sorry, yeah, or maybe slightly less than that, oh, actually. So a bit smaller in my 2, school. 2,000 in my year, oh my God, no. That's, that's still, yeah, I mean, so we, we probably went to In Edinburgh, it was all the children in Edinburgh in one school. Well, my, my school was like, I've told people about, I went like, oh yeah, I went to Oakwood school. It's like 10 years after the fact, I mean, it's not that, it's nearly 20 years, but people go, <laughs> pe- I've had various people go, really? Oakwood, because oh. they're like, Ugh. we had lots of. It was one of those schools where uh, we probably had like, there were probably ten mothers in our year <laughs> by the end <laughs> of school. Lots of girls were pregnant. Um, lots of like, lots of like violence at my school. Oh god, a lot of caved-in heads and stuff, which I yeah. just thought was quite normal. And then as I've gone on, I'm like, oh no, that's that's the sign of like a lot of troubled children. Well, at yeah, school. my school was weird because it was quite posh for state school but there okay. was quite a, like a mix of people there so there would be the police would be outside the back gates a lot um, right 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 but then it was like quite nice in a lot of other ways but i was um but yeah i mean people say that to me like oh royal high but they only say that because edinburgh's super posh so like by comparison okay. to all the private schools right <laughs> that's how they're judging it so Wait, i mean it was, so it was if nice. it was like if it, if it was like, I just heard myself. Um, <laughs> if it was like, so like, uh, it's called Royal High. That doesn't yeah. mean anything. But the fact that it's in Edinburgh is yes. like, oh, but Edinburgh's Basically, quite nice. Yeah, Edinburgh's got a weirdly high percentage of um, private schools. Has it? Like about almost like fifty percent private schools. I suppose that's a lot like of merchant- London's like that, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, a lot but of also there's just some really set up their own schools there. See, I see. But Ed- Royal High used to be a posh school until mm-hmm. the seventies, and then it was. A- it became you a state went. school. Until I went. I was <laughs> scum, yes. Scummiest what one Were you there. done to the Definitely. school? Definitely. Tell me this Michael Jackson story. Michael Jackson. Oh, okay. So you found out Michael Jackson died that night. That, the night of my prom. What happened? We all just went, oh. No, really? Yeah, yeah. No, we, we had no way to tell, so we had to, basically had to wait till the Everyone next day. Everyone sang, he's out of our lives. <laughs> Everyone sang, um, um, uh, rock, 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 Robin. <laughs> Rocking Robin. Yep. Rock, rock, Robin. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> All the hits. Rock, rock, rock. and Robin. Well, basically, do you want to know why I was yeah, when I found out Michael Jackson oh, died? That were really weird. At a monkey business gig. <laughs> <laughs> Martin yeah, Bessler. I was there with my then boyfriend, who Ooh. I was with for years and years, uh, Howard, who came to the gig um, because I'd done a monkey business gig before. Uh, were you at that stage where you often just let people come along because you were like <laughs> well no it's I, I had asked him to come to that to protect me from the host can anyway, we say that we can't say his name but it rhymes with Martin Besserman <laughs> <laughs> I haven't said anything although that's because I'm a coward have you done that gig I've never actually to be fair I've never done the gig so but the reason I've not lying. done the gig is because You've I've heard. heard not to do the gig yeah I mean I don't think anyone's ever happened to anyone but whatever uh, so I'd gone like oh come along Harold come along so he come along I mean we, we'd we been together at that point when did Michael Jackson die 2009 yes oh, so we'd been together yeah, like six years at this June point June 2009 I believe it was yeah it was my prom so I'd been doing I think I'd probably done like 15 gigs or something and uh, 
we were sat there and Besserman was wrapping up the gig in his own unique style. <laughs> and um, Howard, the girl next to Howard, who was a comic, and I, f- I can't remember her name, uh, I remember her being really nice, she started going like, so I'm watching what's on stage and she started going, reanimatedly talking to him and gesticulating and yeah. pointing at her phone. And um, he was going, whoa, whoa. And I was like, what the fuck is this? It looked like they were having an argument, yeah. which is the last thing you'd ever expect from Howard. Yeah. <laughs> you never met my ex, but he, like, he doesn't, he he's not a fighter. Yeah. Um, and I, I sort of leaned around and I went, no, no not a lover. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna just to kind style? of, no, nah, no, nah, I'm going to leave all this in. <laughs> No, he was just like a chill guy. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, chill guy, chill guy. I went, I said, where is it? Where is it? And he went, he went, she's just got a message. And she, she oh God, I wish I could remember her name. She went, Michael Jackson's died. <laughs> and I went, oh, my, oh, bloody hell. And the girl next to me was saying, what is it? I went, Michael Jackson's died. And then it was like, through the audience. And my investment like lost control of the gig, which is not unusual. But... <laughs> but he went, he went, well, what is it? And um, someone went, Michael Jackson's died. And he went, oh. And all the way home, I was going, like, Howard's, because I'm not very nice. I don't like <laughs> Michael Jackson because I think Michael Jackson's a paedophile. I, um, I was so, he just looked scary. And I remember when I was about 11, I got a, a magazine and he was in it. And I yeah. cut the picture out because <laughs> I was so freaked out by it. I'm not reading this with him in there. Yeah. Michael Jackson all the way home, uh, Howard's Howard, my boyfriend at the time, had a flatmate called Alan, uh, and Alan bought Alan tickets. Alan Larter. Alan Larter. <laughs> Alan Who Alan had bought tickets for Michael Jackson, oh, no. and I'd been like, Oh yeah, because he was about to gear up for his big. Yeah, holiday. he had fifty tour dates booked yeah. to the O2, Ooh. and I went, and I'd been saying to him, A, he's not going to be able to do it because he's ill. And B, he's a paedophile. Why are you booking tickets for him? And Alan was like, oh, I wish you'd stop trying to have this conversation with me. And all the way home, I was like, tell Alan, tell Alan. <laughs> Alan had a cardboard cutout of Michael Jackson, oh life-size, wow. in the bathroom of their flat. And I used to kick Wh- it over. What era of Michael Jackson? Um, bad. That's all of them, because he's a paedophile. But the era <laughs> of the video, bad. I was going to say, do you mean, yeah. Um, what, is that, is that the, That's is my that Michael the Jackson impression. Wave, wavy hair in the red. No, uh, was that the glove? Hat and glove. But it's like 80s hat. Michael Jackson. Yeah. So like with, a, with his head down with a hat on. He's had surgery, but not enough. A little bit. Not enough to... Looks fine. Yeah, it looks fine. Looks looks like... Looks a bit weird, but not like... Yeah, scary. looks like a... Like looks in like the, he's had surgery, In the not... Thriller video, yes. when they make him scary Michael Jackson in the Thriller video, yeah. he's still less like yeah. messed up than how he ended up. Well, oh, that's a very sad story. I don't know if I think he did that. I just think he Oh, was... really? Well, no, it's not... I like... think he definitely did. I think more that he was a very messed up sort of man child who was bad at connecting with people and didn't know how to he's pretty good at connecting with hispanic (laughs) kids (laughs) no he definitely did it well (laughs) i'm not gonna say i feel like those children are liars i don't think people i don't i I mean as much as i love susan film i don't think this is gonna be have a million hits (laughs) <laughs> like in my head it will and then every single one of them will bring a lawsuit against me so ah no they won't he's dead <laughs> I saw him two weeks before he died did you know this no just in the shop so yeah he was in he was in Londis yeah <laughs> I am um, I was in uh, I was working on Oliver on the West End oh yeah as a dog handler yes. uh, and Michael Jackson came to watch but no one knew Michael Jackson was coming to watch and then all of a sudden backstage people going right Michael Jackson's here yeah, he it's not as if you could backstage. be anonymous in the audience is it no He'd and like, believe oh, me he wasn't he didn't even go for a box and he could have had one Ooh. he sat in the stalls and the 
uh, the show took 40 minutes to start. Like they couldn't start the show because they had to calm everything oh God, down. Yeah. And he kept standing up and waving to the audience. But, be- but before all that, he wanted a tour of backstage. And I was like, I don't want to meet Michael Jackson. But people were going like, oh my fucking God. And he was walking around backstage. And honestly, a little bit of me had expected it to be like, uh, what's the best way to put it? Oh, like, I don't know if he's like, oh my God, I'm seeing Elvis. Yeah. You know, seeing like yeah, seeing like the a, king. He's like the king the of pop. Beatles. He's the king of pop. And yeah. you can't, you know, you can't argue with the no. the sales. Wow you can't argue with the incredible entertainer, sure. blah, blah, blah. The voice. It was like, he. it was like he was made out of blue tack. And he was like wisping around and he had no interest in talking to anybody except for the two boys playing Uh. Oliver and Dodger he had to literally be walked away Uh. by his people Uh. and then they were like come on Michael and the fact and then uh, we couldn't uh, like I can remember we had to leave in a van with the dog (laughs) and we couldn't leave the theatre we couldn't get away from the theatre because the streets were full of paps and his huge bus uh, his with his entourage on it was blocking the street. Yeah. I can remember just being stuck next to it, and then his face appeared at the window of the bus. Oh. It was really bizarre. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, it's Michael Jackson at the window. So we Doesn't were. That happened in a scary movie, or <laughs> <laughs> that just me having to uh, having to a few people. I think. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, and then, <laughs> so he appeared. He appeared in the window. I mean, nothing happened. He was just sort of looking out, and but I can remember not being able to leave, and just like the whole thing made me go like, oh, I think Michael Jackson is not well. Yeah, I mean, he didn't look well. Definitely, I mean, I definitely think he didn't look well. Um, mm. This has reminded me that mm. he's got a connection to Oliver, though. Do you know this? Oh, Mark Lester. Yes, Mark Lester, father of his kids, one of his best friends. Yeah, which I always in my head, I always pictured. I was like, oh, that's weird because mm. in my head, Mark Lester was a child. But obviously, yeah, they're yeah. about the same age. They so it's yeah, Mark Lester may even be older. Like Oliver came out in what sixty eight, sixty six, sixty eight. No, sixties. Uh, so he'd be he'd be about my mum's age. Yeah, so exactly, he's Michael Jackson's age. Yeah. It makes sense because they're both child stars. Yeah, Mark I mean, Lester sure is like, I'm an osteopath that. with a wife and yeah, Michael Jackson's like, like, I'm made out of blue tack. You know, I actually went through a bit of a, um, a YouTube um, spiral over the Mark Lester-Michael Jackson friendship. A oh, that's ago. amazing. And there was, um, I think Mark Lester and his daughter were on Good Morning talking about oh, right. their friendship and just like how sad they were that he was dead. And it was just, it was fine, but it was just like... Oh, I don't know. Like, why? Like, I mean, I don't. I can't think of any. I think maybe I'm quite lucky that my parents don't have any really weird friends. <laughs> but I feel like you know you wouldn't get to choose who your parents were friends. Yeah. With, would you? Well, yeah, and also like Michael Jackson, I feel like had a bit of a thing where there was a bit like where he went nuts. Yeah. Because <laughs> he he was collaborating with Queen for a little bit. Like yeah, him and Fred, he was, there's yeah. there's recordings of him and Freddie Mercury, and. I can't remember the exact quotes are, but there's a quote from Freddie Mercury saying, oh yeah, something something went very odd with Michael. Yeah. We stopped speaking. And it's like, I think um, there was a period where he was probably stable and then wasn't. Yeah, I mean, I just think I just think his childhood sort of fucked him. I think he could never really... <sighs> I have a problem with that because they all had that childhood. That's true. I know he was the most famous, but like... He was also the youngest though, to be fair. Yeah, no, Janet's younger. Oh. And yeah, I, I know that there's like, Jackson 5, so there's a lot of surgery that's gone on with that family. But Ooh. like Latoya, she's had lots of surgery. I forgot about Latoya as well. I forgot about she the was women. All the ladies. <laughs> Latoya was on Celebrity Big Brother mm. going back. I remember, yeah. 10 years probably. Wasn't Jermaine on there? Yeah. And both of them, they were like, she she particularly was, she's quite eccentric, but mm. sweet, good sense of humour. Yeah. Jermaine was 
really funny. He had like a good sense of the ridiculous and seems to have a good relationship yeah. with his ex-wives. Or <laughs> hundreds of... But like, I don't know. I feel like... I feel like Michael Jackson... I feel like their childhood was unfortunate, obviously. Yeah. I feel like Michael Jackson... <laughs> was a paedophile he's weird <laughs> <laughs> I think whether or not he was I think oh. I still think that he had like you know he like just some people react worse to stuff and I think he had yeah. body dysmorphia that really affected him yeah and that's all very sad and separate obviously no I'm not saying that should mean that you should be allowed to do whatever he may, or no. may not have done um, he did it <laughs> <laughs> but I, I when I look at him I just see someone who's like just very like I'm trying to think. There's like, I mean, there's other people like that. You know, they just their childhood means they just don't have a chance in a way. But like Charlie like, Manson. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Exactly. I actually no do name, think that about no Charlie name Manson. Manson. No, I agree though. Yeah. You you literally christened no name a Manson. That sad thing. Your Wasn't he about eight years old? Sells you to a waitress or something. Yeah, for beer or something. Yeah. yeah. Just like how on earth was like he ever Penny to... Lane in Almost Famous? Yeah. Exactly. All these horrible. Anywho. Um, yeah. We could have neatly segued, but I. I yeah. took us off topic. No. Speaking of Queen, are you excited about the new film? Oh my God, what a good topic. I'll cut loads of that, by the way. Um, <laughs> I wasn't excited yep. about the Queen movie, Bohemian Rhapsody, because it's gone through what seems like development hell. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, when did it Sasha... start? Like two years ago? Oh, like in terms of when it was announced, I feel like it's a decade's gone oh, by. Wow. It was going to be Sasha Baron Cohen as Freddie yeah, Mercury. I love that. And then... Sasha Baron Cohen, he quit the project because he said uh, oh, they that they wanted the it. Brian, no, no, it was something oh. like it was Brian May and Roger Taylor because John Deacon doesn't really get involved in these things. He's my favourite. John Deacon's great, but John Deacon. I went round to Susan's house recently and just <laughs> talked about how great John Deacon we was. We watched videos to her John and Deacon. her mum, and they were like, "Oh, great!" <laughs> and there's a video of. Um, Freddie Mercury singing One Vision and in the recording studio and yeah. improvising lyrics. And he's, he's a bit where he goes, one turd, John Deacon. <laughs> yeah. No, it was like, was it two, one queen, two... Yeah, something... Two yeah. dicks and John Deacon. Yeah, and that's yeah, what that's queen it. is. One turd. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but like, so Roger... There was... Sasha Baron Cohen apparently quit the project because uh, Brian May... You're talking. Go for it. Brian May and Roger Taylor were not keen on the film being unsanitary in any way what they deemed unsanitary they were like we don't want loads of stuff about um freddie getting deep into like the gay scene uh we want it to be about queen the band we want and they wanted loads of it to be yeah um they wanted loads of it to be set after freddie's death to see what happened after queen how much of that is true i don't know because a friend of mine is in the finished film uh, whether he's made it into the final cut He's playing a rent boy um, who is in a scene with Rami Malek, who plays Freddie Mercury. Wow, that's pretty cool. He said he didn't have to. He he said he didn't have any lines, um, but he wasn't an extra. He was hired as an actor. Yeah. he doesn't have any lines, Different but it's rates. acting. But it, and it wasn't a sex scene that no. they did. But you know that doesn't suggest like it's fairly obvious what he is in the scene, and mm. that doesn't suggest that they've gone. And we're just going to make it that one day Freddie. Holds hands with a man, <laughs> and then he's gay, and then we don't talk about it again. Um, <laughs> well, I, I saw in the trailer there's a bit with him and a, a man, and they're sort of stroking each other's legs. Yeah, it looks a little bit like it looks like there's a body heat scene. But I, mean, I want there to be. I I like the idea I mean, of Freddie you know, Mercury you getting know me sexy. Me and my bi 
uh, oh Fury. yeah so i was because people were saying oh the only show him with a woman which i think is is you know fair that you should be outraged by that because he did have relationships with men mm. but then also like there is this thing where everyone's like yeah he was gay and it was like he wasn't gay he was bisexual he used it's to say thing. he was gay and then he would also say it was bi it was, i think he just i think it just wasn't really a thing yet I think yeah i guess so to, yeah um but also it's like he literally said mary thingy bob was the love of his life yeah and it's like you, why would you yeah that's not like coded no, he, that's like barely anything. There's no code. No. He left his house to her. Yeah, he left everything to her. And she's still there. And um, I, I, my my point was simply that um, bisexual people uh, don't exist in films because it's too complicated yeah. for the audience. And if it, if they do, it's kind of a joke. Yeah, or it's um, or it's like, oh, what are they gonna choose? Yeah, like, they'll have like a bisexual man, and he'll be I like. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's, pretty much he was. He'll do it with anyone. No, no. He has to literally fancy them. Huh, anyone, apparently. <laughs> anyone. Mm-hmm. Anyway, do go on. I'm so sorry. No, so I don't. I think I was rambling. Not be he like if he's made the final cut, but like from his description of what he's doing in the film, you know, his character that he's playing doesn't sound like they've done like this um, PG version no. of Freddie and his life. And Rami Malek well, seems have to make brilliant. it like a big sort of gay sauna extravaganza no. mention the sort of no no you i want a 10 minute montage to an extended <laughs> version of don't stop me now it's just lots of gay sex please if that isn't in it i'll walk out of the cinema shouting where was the gay sex ellen is still wearing a jumper and the tags on it and she's eating flatbread with hummus. You can't change me. <laughs> my house, my rules. Don't go change in my house, my rules. Right. When you're in my house, you play by my rules. All tags must be left on clothing. <laughs> um, Are you looking forward to the film? Yeah, I mean, I don't have... Again, like, I, I went to see The Spy Who Dumped Me the other night, so I don't have, like... <laughs> I'm very... Eleanor will watch literally anything. <laughs> Book of Henry. I think... I don't know. It looks like Rami Malek's done a great job. Mm. So I'm excited to see that. Mm. And I think they made the right choice not to have him singing. Yeah. They've got Mark Martell doing mm. any singing that Freddie, there aren't recordings mm. of him. They've got Mark Martell. So, yeah. And I think, um, yeah, I'm just, I'll definitely go see it. And I think, mm. I just love Queen, so why not? Ah, oh, yeah. And There's uh, an amazing story to be told, which is mm. already well do- documented on the page and in documentaries. There's no excuse for it being a shitty film. I know it went for a bit of development hell though because Brian Singer got taken off the film, didn't mm. he? Um, and replaced, but with like a week of shooting to go. Yeah. So I don't know. I hope it's. Uh, I hope it does when the man justice. I obviously eating a big mouthful of food. Mm-hmm. I think it's Boxing Day. Okay. Although now I think it's earlier than that. Maybe October. Something like that. <laughs> that was quite a quite a jump. <laughs> Boxing Maybe Day it's October. Been, it's already out. <laughs> <laughs> it was out yesterday. Yeah. Um, it came out when he died in 1991. <laughs> are there any films you're looking forward to seeing? Yes. And I'm looking forward to finishing this mouthful of food. Sorry, yes. Shall I cover? Shall I? I'm going to pour more wine. La, 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 la. What are you looking forward to seeing, Eleanor? Um, only, again, not nothing great. Oh, I do want to see Black Klansman. Mm. Oh, I'm so excited. Yes, that. definitely. I love Spike Lee. A Spike Lee joint. Is it Spike Jones? Spike Lee. Spike Lee. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm going to pour my wine okay. and put the mic near it for a bit of ASMR. Ooh. Oh, God, everyone's so relaxed now. <laughs> yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. I got Black wine Hansen. on my Behringer. Oh, uh, whose fault is that? 
and not mine and Beringer's. Fantastic Beasts but I know that's a terrible thing to really to. are they doing another Fantastic Beasts they're doing a trilogy oh, they will never finish ringing money Johnny Depp in thoughts. it oh I hate so he oh, needs God. more opportunities oh god he looks awful he looks so um broken mm-hmm. good I mean, he does look like a villain which is good because he's playing one mm-hmm. That's, I think that's, I mean, I just love Fantastic Beasts, you know, good mm. scenery. I love Eddie Redmayne, not generally, but in this film. I love Eddie Redmayne. And, um. Kind of met him. All kind of worked with him, didn't you? Worked with Eddie Redmayne, being in bed with Eddie Redmayne. Mm, in your own way. In, no, <laughs> literally was in bed with him. Thank you, Eleanor. And a dog. There was a dog there, too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want, when the version of my life comes out on you film, don't spoil it. I don't want the sanitised version. I like when I die. <laughs> when I die, I don't. I want it to be known that when the film of my life is made, don't make a sanitary version that doesn't involve no. me being in bed with Eddie Redmayne and a dog. <laughs> to clarify, I was a dog handler and I worked on the Danish Girl, and the dog got very attached to me, and I had to be in bed. That's cute though. With Eddie Redmayne, so that the dog wasn't distracting everyone in the scene by going, "Where is Suze, the girl who I've been hanging Aww. out with?" No, <laughs> needy dogs are annoying. I mean, it's kind of yeah. But the dog I mean, was called Pixie. It would be worse for your career if the dog hated you, though, wouldn't it? Like, if, uh, if you were yeah, the dog if it hated and me, you didn't, it didn't like you. But it also shouldn't have been going too attached. It was a pain in the ass for them because they dog. gradually had to get me closer and closer to. Um, and then finally they went, cut the, the dog. Finally, yeah, the dog adds nothing. Cut the dog and it's just me <laughs> in bed with Eddie Redmayne. He's having to hold me like a dog. <laughs> I licked his face. <laughs> I wouldn't mind that. Um, <laughs> no, it's going to be a lovely Christmassy magical movie and I'm going to mm-hmm. just drink up that sweet, sweet syrup. Yeah. What are you looking forward to? Sweet cunt. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> what am I looking forward to? Mm-hmm. Okay, two films at the moment that I'm gagging to see. First Man is the new Damien Chazelle Mm-hmm. Jamie Giselle of Whiplash and La La Land oh. fame. I think he's brilliant. Um, he's made a film about Neil Armstrong, First Man oh, cool. on the Moon. Oh, right. That's what Claire yeah. Foy, bloody queen, richest woman in the world, she's playing his she's wife. She's playing Neil Armstrong. She's playing you know what? Neil Armstrong. I think she it's should. It's time for gender-blind casting <laughs> to really take off. Uh, she's playing his wife, and it, uh, there's already like Oscar buzz for her. I think it'd be really cool. I've not heard about this at all. Oh, it, the trailer looks uh Amazing. Um, so is it about his like Ryan Gosling plays Neil Armstrong? Of course he does. And I really like Ryan Gosling. I had a picture of a man and a sex object. (laughs) (laughs) I like no, I like him. I think he's great. He's good. I had a picture of Neil Armstrong on my wall for about twelve years because we did a space project in primary school. (laughs) And I just put the picture of those three astronauts up there. Ah. I just never took it down. (laughs) What's the name of the third one who wasn't allowed onto the moon? Uh oh oh I do know this because it's Tony Robinson. Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, and oh my god, what's his name? Because I know it because it's it's like it's it's an ultimate pub quiz question. It's like a real someone else's. I literally talked about it in my show last year because I had this I had a joke about like how shit it would be to go to the moon and then and then they'd be like, you stay here. But it's weird, isn't it? I'm sure there's an explanation which you probably know. Um, uh, I think well, I think someone just needed to be with the craft, basically. But why? Who's going to nick it? <laughs> Treating it like it's like a city centre, oh, like stay with a car. They, they come. They come. What if the parking attendant comes? <laughs> yeah, around? yeah. Tell him you're going to move it. Leave him with the keys. I, oh, oh, oh! I know Michael Collins because mm. it's also the name of an yes, I, of an it's IRA a dream. leader. Yes. Isn't it Michael Collins? Tom Collins. Tom Collins, Tom Collins mix. What it's, is Tom Collins? Tom Collins is gin and something. Okay. Um, but anywho, yes, Michael Collins is the third guy on the moon, and he 
So is it about Neil Armstrong sort of like going to the moon and then being like, oh, I've been to the moon now, what can I do with my life? There's, from what I can tell from the trailer, like, I don't know much about Neil Armstrong's life, but there's something to do with, like he, and, and it must be true, he lost a child oh, uh, I didn't know that. before he went to the moon in 69, <laughs> fellas. Um, he lost, <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he, he's grieving and there's a lot of... Grieving on the moon, now that's a grieving on Grieving on the moon. <laughs> We're whalers on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> that famous hit, Grieving on the Moon. Um, <laughs> that's really tickled me. He, Yeah, there's a lot of bits in the film, uh, in the trailer of Claire Foy going like, remember you have a family before you go to the moon. What if you don't come back? I will come back. What if you don't? What if you find a moon family? <laughs> Leave us for them. I think it's, uh, yeah, I don't think it's that. I think it's more, what if you die in space, you nutter. That's fair. <laughs> If he die on the moon. He I didn't mean, he die on the, the moon. He's still alive, isn't he? Yeah, Buzz Aldrin passed away, didn't he? Did he? One of them passed away. Is it Michael Collins? He's so <laughs> unlucky. <laughs> 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 no, I actually think Neil Armstrong passed and away. plot twist, Michael Collins passed away walking on the moon, finally. <laughs> he was just like, screw you guys, I'm coming out. And then he died. <laughs> oh, I can't breathe up here. Oh, I knew I shouldn't have done they this without NASA's help. Yeah, they didn't give him one. Um, did you see Hidden Figures? Mm. And not only did I see it, I just burped. Yes, I did. I really liked Hidden Figures. It was good, wasn't it? I really liked it. I think it's a great story. There was one bit that really annoyed me, though. It's the bit where the film tries to say, racism solved, because mm-hmm. Michael Keaton smashes up a sign that says whites only above a toilet. And he's like, there you go. I think it was Kevin Klein. No. Kevin. Oh, Kevin Costner. Kevin, Kevin Costner, Costner, not Michael no, Keaton at all. Kevin Klein. We found the middle guy. Um, Kevin Klein, yeah, off of funny. A Fish Called Wonder. I mean, they had a lot of artistic license with the whole thing, really. But I, uh, but, but I like the. Uh, idea, I mean, a film should be uh, a film yeah. should be filmic. It's weird when uh, people go. That's not exactly what happens in real life. It's like it's symbolic. <laughs> in real life, she didn't get married till two years later. I'm like, yeah. oh well. Yeah. Um, she didn't have any kids. Oh, she didn't have any children. Or she mm. didn't have to. It's like, yeah, but uh, was it racist? And was it hard to be a woman in the space <laughs> program? Yes. Well, then that's like, yeah. That's all yeah. you need to really get from it, isn't it? And the three women aren't they all still alive? The three women it's based I think on. One of them, yeah, I think the the main one just turned a hundred. Oh, God. Mary, Mary Jackson is that? It's so good with numbers that they can live a thousand years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's um, how it works. But they also really sexed up the astronaut in that, and I can't remember who played him. It was someone who looks like Chris Evans, the Hollywood Chris Evans. Chris Evans, not Chris, not not, not Chris not Evans British off Chris. TFI Friday <laughs> or the podcast the, the, producer, the, the Big Breakfast. Um, oh. It was someone who looked like him, and obviously in real life, the astronaut is not as hot as that. But he was really as okay. not racist as that in real life. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, because in the film he's like, I don't trust these guys. Get her to check the numbers. And that happened. And that happened. Yeah. I think that's really cool. And if only he was as hot as that in real life, it would <laughs> yeah, be perfect then, story. Then I could really get behind it. Yeah. I would find that hot. Yeah, I bet I astronauts. What, not I'd, being racist? <laughs> yeah, not. Wow, that guy's not racist. My bar is set quite low. I mean, I'm like, are 60s, you not racist? It's Virginia. You're gonna, it's gonna, you're gonna have it's a low bar. It's vagina. You're gonna have a low bar for racism, to be honest, aren't you? Oh, yeah. For tolerance. Um, but I enjoyed that film. Can we just cut in here to say, great hummus choice. Mm. What is this? Uh, what is it again? What's it called? It's Yard- hummus Yarden. extra from Yarden, Asda. Um, product of Israel. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I literally said Israeli hummus is the best hummus and then we bought it. And as a pro-Palestinian... <laughs> Worry. No, um, as an anti-Semite, as an Eleanor anti-Semite. was annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, this is part of my outreach doing this podcast. <laughs> Spending more time with Jewish people. Apologise to my people. <laughs> that I decided on that hummus. It's really good hummus. It is good. Uh, I know what they're Yarden doing. 
hummus is the it's best hummus. Yarden, yeah. Um, Hidden Figures. Hidden Figures was I great. So say, I'm really looking forward to First Man. Yes. my I just should say my uh, friend who is an astrophysicist slash woman mm. um, what? <laughs> has said that she thinks, you know, the Russians also had some really cool stories about women in the space project. Oh, that's interesting. But obviously it wasn't, it wasn't, um, f- it was made very much for American audiences to feel very good about the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so it'd be cool to see that as well. Because yeah. apparently the, the Russians were pretty um, cool about getting women on There's a story to be told. Stuff, yeah. There's um, not black people, obviously. No, no, it's Russia, <laughs> uh, not the Russian space program, or or indeed um, any other any space. things, because yes. people are terrible. Yeah. Um, there, there's that horrendous, horrendous bit of audio footage, which is kind of proven to not be true, and I hope. Oh, it isn't true. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the, the, the woman, cosmonaut. the cosmonaut, female it's cosmonaut dying. Theory. It's amazing, though. It's so creepy. It's absolutely horrendous. Basically. Um, you can look it up. It's these two brothers from Italy who did yeah. record, who recorded uh, what um, satellite transmissions. Radio. Yeah, that's they it. They have like a homemade radio, and they they had all these recordings of, and they have got two, uh, at least two of these what is believed to be Russian cosmonauts dying in space, and one of them is just a guy suffocating, uh, but the uh, and it's just you can just hear someone breathing, and then they're not. But the creepiest one is this woman. And she's speaking in Russian, and the translation of it is, it's very hot, it's very hot. Um, I can see a flame, I can see a flame. Yeah. Does she say, I think I'm going to die at some point? So. She says, like, yeah. She, says she just keeps hot. saying, she I'm just, very hot, I'm very she hot. She says, can you hear me, and things, it's mm. very freaky, because, like, it's a bit like hearing those 9-11 tapes. Yes. Hearing How someone just before they're going to die. However, is however oh, what? I did a bit of research and there's various Russians yeah, I'm saying... Yeah, sure it's true, but it's why, If she's Russian, why is she speaking in Italian accent? <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I'm really relieved to read that. Niente. That it's made up. Niente. <laughs> Niente. Um, I do think it's made up. I think it's sort of part of that idea that the, the sort of Western propaganda idea that the, the Russians are crueler than... We are in the West. I think you're right. And they, yeah. and they would kill more people to get to space. But actually, yeah. um, the people did die, but they Yeah, they it's well documented. And yeah. It's the same with the Americans. But, this, um, but no, it's super creepy. It's, it's a definitely, very unsettling recording. They've really nailed like what would freak you out to hear. It sounds like, I mean, I don't speak Russian, obviously, but it sounds like she's sort of going, la, 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 la. She's like really panicked. Yeah, yeah. You can tell so she's like trying to be professional. Doing it but is definitely yes, doing definitely a works. good job of creeping me out. Mm. Um, so looking forward to that first man mm. and the other else? film that Ooh. I'm unexpectedly really excited unexpectedly. about because when I heard about it I went this sounds fucking stupid <laughs> is Bradley Cooper's uh-huh. directed mm-hmm. and is starring in with Lady Gaga another version oh, yes, of A Star, Star is Born, Born. Yeah. I've heard it had rave reviews it was when the reviews came out I then watched the trailer and went okay no this looks pretty fucking good and it's come under a lot of criticism because there's a bit in the trailer where Lady Gaga, she plays like this sparky singer who's never made Did it. Judy Garland played her at one point, yeah, right? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so Barbara Streisand. I think there's four versions because mm. there's like a 30s version as well. Um, but yeah, Gaga is the latest. And Bradley Cooper plays like this very famous country music star who's got all kinds of drug and alcohol demons. Uh-oh. It looks like the biggest cliche on earth on paper, but the reviews are amazing. Mm-hmm. Um 
there's a bit in the trailer where she go where he sees her singing in some divey bar. Yeah. And uh, actually, I've read, and I think it's a drag bar that she works in, and they go, go and do a song, Mrs. Oh. Gaga. I don't know what her character's called. And she, he says... Oh, wait, she, can I just say, did you see the um the press conference? There's a photo of the press conference, right? And they've got their name tags, and it's oh. B. Cooper and L. Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a real name. <laughs> I love it. Um. Yeah, there's a bit in the trailer where he goes, you're great. Why aren't you famous? Or something like that. And she says, people always love the way I sing and the industry never loved the way I look. And he goes, well, I think you're beautiful. And then she raises her eyebrows. And hey, this is just in the trailer. So they've taken out a piece and the reviews are good. So it's probably not like this scene where, oh my God, a man finally, a craggy faced man with a beard who's an alcoholic told Lady Gaga she's beautiful. But I... I, I would be very happy with that. Yeah, I mean, fucking hell. I've done 11 years in this industry being told my looks aren't up to scratch. And if some craggy faced man at the top of the game said, well, I think you look great. I'd be like, oh, so that's great. There's a way in for me. So I don't know. I'll, I'll take it with a pinch of salt and judging by the reviews... I'm a huge Lady Gaga fan anyway. I think she is amazing. I cannot believe she didn't win the Oscar in 2016 for her song. What was she in? Mm. Oscar, Grammy? She wrote a song. No, she she was up for best song for... There was a documentary called The Hunting Ground. Did you see it? No, because I think it sounded like it would depress me. It is, I mean... It's about rape in It's about rape on college campuses, yeah. And it's very bleak. Because the documentary doesn't really have any answers. It just says, it's something, there's a statistic in that documentary where it says 90% of college, uh, of rapes on college campus, of college campus are committed by uh, like 3% of the men on campus. It was like, that's not the exact, but but obviously most men aren't rapists. And men who are will be doing it a lot. Yes. So it was that kind of thing. What are you trying to say, Suze? <laughs> Not all men. <laughs> uh, but Lady Gaga wrote a song for the documentary oh. called uh, If It Happened to You. Mm-hmm. And she's a rape survivor. Yeah. And at the Oscars, she sang it at the piano. It was like visceral. Yeah. It was this incredible performance. I can remember like practically standing up at the end of it to give it a standing ovation. It was on the telly yeah. at 3 a.m. And she's joined on stage during the oh performance by loads of rape survivors. Oh, God. Oh, like, yeah, no, I remember this. Like actually, 30 yeah. or so. And they've all got written on their arms things like, not my fault mm-hmm. uh, and stuff like that. And it, it's like, if you can find it on yeah. YouTube, it bears a watch. It's really amazing and she lost the oscar for best song yeah, who, to, to sam smith for his bond thing oh, and he went on stage drunk and went oh, look at that the first gay man to win an oscar first openly gay man to win an oscar and then people were like no you're not yeah, <laughs> definitely not no you're not um did you see sorry just on this note no, Steve kesha's performance of uh oh what's it called now the song she came back with. No. Um, she did a really uh, How did this pass me by? emotional version of this song that she wrote. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, can't, I think it's called Praying. It's all okay. about her own experiences with this kind of thing. And um, She has been through it, hasn't she? I know. She? And Jesus. She, she did it, I think it was, it was like the Grammys, I think. Mm-hmm. She sort of opened the show with that and she was, like, there's a whole, like a woman's choir there who kind of represent mm. women who've been assaulted. And like also like advocates, like Cindy Lauper was on stage. I don't oh, know. wow. Okay. And like it wasn't obviously like, she she didn't sound amazing, but she, you could tell it was because she was so emotional. Yeah. It's such a hard thing for her I'd to do. I'd written Kesha off as... I think everyone had. Yeah. Like, 
Oh, she writes these shitty party hits like Bottle Jack. Yeah, I didn't like. I I was like, this is not for me. Uh, and yeah, when it all came out, what happened to her? She's got a great voice, and then yeah, you've seen yeah, like, and stuff she's she does like now. A, it's called Rainbow, her new album, and um, well, newish. I'm glad she's been able to do what she wants. Yeah, to. and you can totally tell now she's just doing her stuff, and this is what she's always wanted to do, and mm. you can tell how much she was sort of. I mean, they're all controlled to a, to a point. Of course, of course. But the point is, she didn't go along with it. Um, I think. Uh, I think redemption's on the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and well, they, it seems like it's already on the way because the guy, yeah. the guy involved, seems to have lost his job. So good. But it, like with these men, <laughs> this is a podcast about films. With these men, there's never just one person. No. So with this guy, well, Kesha is not the only woman. No, and also a couple of other stars have come out and not said that he's assaulted them. But mm. They have said like he's a horrible person, mm. and this doesn't surprise me. Like Kelly Clarkson said that, and it's just right. Like, well, she wouldn't say. Why would she say that? Yeah. You know. Um, and I think it's really hard. What for has her. anyone got to gain? By yeah, exactly. It's just yeah. like. And hot with this whole Lucy K thing as well, just people being like, well, "Oh, he's yeah. done his time." Did you see "I Love You, Daddy"? I saw the trailer and I was like, "Oh, I was like sick in my mouth. <laughs> it was horrible." I was like dry boking. I was like, what "I feel like maybe this? I'm gonna watch it." Oh god! I mean, I can. I think <laughs> Chloe Moretz did a um, an interview where she was like, did "Yeah," I, she was like, "I wish this film would go away because." Oh, that's so interesting. Mm. Mm. It's such a weird plot. I mean, why would you write a film? Do you know you know the plot? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So I mean if you don't know the plot, it's like this sort of uh middle aged kind of Malkovich. Com- no, it's well oh, Louis Louis K. K. Is, yeah. I think he's a comedy writer in it or something, mm. or a producer or something. Hollywood bookshot and his daughter is ends up in this weird relationship with John Malkovich, who's obviously about sixty something. And, and she's like seventeen, isn't she? Yeah, it? it's gross. And there's various jokes in it, like, oh he loves to go down Bloomingdale's and watch the schoolgirls by yeah. clothes. Like, ugh. He's basically a Woody Allen surrogate, isn't yes, he? Yes, yeah, I think so. But Ugh. there's apparently a scene in it. Well, there is a scene in it because I've watched clips from it. But I, I haven't seen it. the whole film. There's a scene where Rose Byrne... Byrne, because she's... She, again, she's Louis C.K.'s girlfriend. Because, mm. of course... Lu- Lu- of course of Louis C.K. Of course, uh, schlumpy men, um, hot women will definitely date you. Rose Byrne, who, I mean, pretty much the most beautiful woman in the world. I certainly uh, think so. She is... She's stunning. Oh, but on a side note, she's married to Seth Rogen in Neighbours and the second Neighbours movie. Yeah. Uh, Neighbours 2, oh, maybe. Bad Neighbours. Bad Neighbours, not, not Neighbours 2. Australian, so Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's, so she's married to Seth Rogen in that, in those films. You never question it because she's got lot. Lo, those films yeah. are not perfect, but <laughs> she's got lots of funny stuff to do and they have really good on-screen yeah. chemistry. Seth Rogen seems like a good bloke. But, like, Louis C.K. He cleans up all right. Seth Rogen, if I went on a blind date and Seth Rogen was there, I'd be like, oh, good. Yeah, yeah, me too. He seems great. Me Um, too, Seth Rogen. Yeah, Um, so let us know. And also, like 15 years old or something. Yes. I'm so bored of that. I'm so bored of that. Like in um, in The Spy Who Dumped Me, Mm. um, so the spy is Justin Theroux and Mm. and it's Mila Kunis. And it's like, that's like 10 years difference, which isn't huge. Is that all? Well, it's not huge. How old is Mila Kunis then? She's 35. Is she? Well, okay, twelve years difference. Um, but um, I mean, how yeah. do you know how old are these people? Because I looked it up afterwards. Because I was like I'm obsessed <laughs> with this way Hollywood keeps um, casting these older love interests and younger women. And right. It just, all it does is is tell people. I'm blown away that Mila Kunis is 35. I mean, she looks great. 
Um, oh yeah, she's gorgeous. But he's definitely obviously older than her and it's just like, I mean, it's sort of, spoiler for the spy who dumped me, spoiler for the spy who dumped me. Yeah, um, tune out now if you haven't already. <laughs> <laughs> um, he turns out to be the bad guy. So, you know, mm. there's an idea that maybe obviously he's not meant to be her perfect love match anyway. I see. But still, end of spoilers for the spy who dumped okay, me. Okay, so she learns and grows during the film. Yes, but I mean, still, what? it's just like, no one really bats an eyelid when they just put these pairs together. And all it does is tell men like, you can get with super hot younger women yeah. who will fancy you. And all it tells women is, you better watch out because men will only like you if they're already 15 years old. Yeah, they? it's like, this is why Tina Fey, who is gorgeous. Yes. This is why Tina Fey reads tweets about herself that say things like, I'd stick it in a tailpipe. Like, oh, that's nice. Oh, isn't it? how lovely for her. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you so much for mm. the compliment. Yeah. I'm thrilled. <laughs> um, anywho, so. So it's Justin Theroux. It's Justin Theroux, who, who is great. Mm. Um, again, related to a huge crush of mine. I think we all know. Oh, who who's that? Louis Theroux. Louis Theroux. You know their cousins, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes, yes, I did. I heard it on an Adam Boston podcast oh. where Louis Theroux also showed off his charming falsetto. Oh, He spent a long time on that podcast singing, Yes, sir, I can boogie, but I need a certain song. <laughs> Louis Theroux is everything I want in a man. He's got falsetto. He's got a great cousin. He is an... Uh, Seems like a good bloke. Awkward, nerdy, tall, dark head man. Mm. He's got everything I want as well, so I'll fight you for him. I think, <laughs> okay. he's, I think he's been with the he's, same woman for I about mean, 20 years or something. very happy, but... Uh, how happy can one person be? How happy are you? You can always Louis. be happier, Louis. <laughs> with these two film school graduates. These two girls. <laughs> one's got red hair. One's trying to trick everyone that she's got red hair. <laughs> um, but your hair is in many ways superior, so... Oh, how? Oh, Come on, so let's well, hear it. You know, it's, it's thicker, which is a big, a big yes... It There's a lot of hair. More manageable. No. Very difficult oh, to manage okay. my hair. Uh, try getting a brush through it. After well, I've I won't. Been... I refuse to. Go on. <laughs> I see my sister's hair. I'm not, I'm not doing it. Is your sister quite... Uh, oh, she's got very thick hair. She's I'm got trying to think. Yeah, your sister has good hair and good clothes. She. Um, <laughs> what happened to Eleanor? <laughs> she... <laughs> but you've only ever seen her with straightened hair. She straightens it every day. Oh, does day. she? It is very curly and very thick. It's like... So um, she straightens it and it just looks like full It's like Jess Glynn in real life. Mm. Or something like that. It's like a big sort of afro almost. None of us want the hair we've got. I'm it's eating It's true. Again. It's true. Because so, mine's too fine. Ah, to me, you have thick hair. That is nice. Well, I think because it's red and it's curly, it it's makes got it a bigger. Curl, of course. If it was brown and and flat, it would look like rat's tails. My hair doesn't have much of a curl, and so hairdressers are often fooled that it's and it is very fine hair because I've got very like wispy. Oh, you hair. see, I wouldn't have thought it was fine. It's very fine, and then they and then hairdressers go through it and go, oh. There's loads of this. So it's very Hairdressers thick. always do that. They always say the wrong... They're always just like, <laughs> whatever your hair type is, they're like, I don't like this hair type. They're Today. Like, it's wrong. Other films I'm excited about. Star is Born. Yes. Um, that looks great. I love Lady Gaga. I have had a feeling Ooh, since before... Go? Right. So her for... <laughs> <laughs> right. right. This is important. <laughs> That's Listen, the most I've ever been is... like my dad. Right. Um, the mo- Right. Lady Gaga. <laughs> can't stop saying right. Lady Gaga. Probably like 10 years on the scene. Mm-hmm. Scene. More. Maybe more. I've 
think 2009 was her breakout year. So okay, yeah. okay. So nearly 10 years. Yeah. With Just Dance, even if your clothes are falling off and men are around, Just Dance. Do, do, uh, do, do, do. And I judged her for that song because I was like, this song's shit and it's number one. Then I did some reading on Lady Gaga. She went to a top New York drama school. She had to choose between musical theatre and pop music. She chose pop music. It's gone quite well. Um, I think we'll agree. And I just had this feeling, the more I saw of her, and the more I saw her like, interviewed, then I saw her acoustic versions, I was like, I feel like this woman in an alternative reality can win an Oscar. And I feel like... We're in that reality now. We are it. in that reality because Trump's president. We're in the, yeah, exactly. We're in the darkest Fucking timeline. hell, I could win an Oscar. So why Eleanor, not? back me up on this. I could win I an Oscar. You, I think you will do it. I Thanks. 100% think you can do You it. can come with me to the Oscars. Thank you. And don't know your name. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Lucy, sorry, you just say Anna that Kepner. I could win. <laughs> yeah, mum's not coming to the Oscars with me. She'd show me up. She'd wear that monsoon dress that she's had since about oh. 2003 and just look like a bag of shit. Come on, Anna. Add a lot of wine. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, you're editing this sober. Oh, am I? Dr- right, drunk, edit sober. Oh, I don't know. Hemingway or someone like that? I mean, he just Hemingway? Did he did everything drunk, so. Hemingway was like, make women worship me, treat them badly, be drunk. Be a dick. <laughs> That was him. Um, One of the worst musicals ever written is about Ernest Hemingway, and it's called Too Close to the Sun. Oh, God. Like Icarus. Yeah. Like a wanky Icarus. Yeah. Like I- just, if Icarus was wanky. <laughs> there's so many literature movements that I, as a literature graduate, have not. Oh. Um, yeah, English and Scottish literature. First Masters, because in Scotland they give you a Masters. Cause do they? It's just just you are. Country, it's a better country. <laughs> uh, no, because you do four years. Uh, and then, um, oh, is he? And then film school masters. Um, mm. I feel like there's so many literature movements that I have not gotten into just because I know the men involved would have been unbearable douchebags. Horrendous. I think, right, this is a theory I have. <laughs> Professor. It's a theory I have. Susanna Professor Kempner, who did a script writing degree Woo. and concentrated on it about 50% as hard as she concentrated on the Performing Arts Society at that university. Uh-oh. Uh, Return to the Bin Planet, 2005. Ooh. One of the great musicals. Um, one of the great productions. I have a theory that due to the fact that men now are quite resistant to feminism, yep. like there's probably, if we count them up, there's probably four men that are legit feminists. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's totally true. And also, if you look <laughs> back at most most great people from history, mm. if you square them against like whether or not they were nice to women, mm. very hard to uh, respect any of them. The majority of them would say, but look at all the good things I've done. I was a product of my time, actually. And my time said it was okay for me to be really patronising to my exactly. wife. Exactly. And we're talking about 1999 at this point. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about now. We're talking uh, about... Uh, uh, so, <laughs> oh dear. So, what my prediction is? Yes. What are we talking about? The star, is, the star is born. Star is born. <laughs> we no, it's fur, We went further back than that. Oh, like the great Renaissance men. Yeah, just that. Hemingway is not twat. from the Renaissance. No, but well, even men who I'm would talking, profess to giving women yes. a voice. Yes. Oh God, they'd profess Do to it. Do you know about um? They'd go like, "Oh, I gave her such a voice." Me, me, me. Gave her a voice. Do you know about uh, Mary Shelley and Percy Percy Bysshe Shelley? I know that Mary Shelley was like, she was so goth she lost her virginity on her mother's grave. Yep. I think that is. Well, didn't we all? Not a yeah. <laughs> Wait, I will didn't do. We all, didn't we all? Oh God. Oh um. Confessions. No, she uh Percy Bysshe Shelley was 
was oh god like the worst emo ever like <gasps> like she wrote frankenstein when she was 18 yeah she was a genius he was just moping around being really full of himself mm. he tried to get her to kill like then he tried to get them to commit suicide together oh he's pathetic yeah i know he was like let's just do it It'd be really great and then um and then he uh <laughs> he's already he's already married at this point by the way, so really? His, his wife was, was he older than her? Not really. No, he no, was already married. Yeah. I mean, she was past marrying age. Let's face it. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty much dead. Um, mm. So he was already He's married spinster. with, uh, I believe, his wife's pregnant. She ends up topping herself because uh, killing herself because because yeah. um, uh, of Shelley's misdemeanors. And, really? Uh, and then they both go off to uh, Switzerland. I bet he a Byron. little bit to dignitas. Um, I bet, <laughs> I bet he a little bit said, "Why don't you just kill yourself?" Probably. I mean, he's already said it to one woman. Mm. It's not totally... Exactly. He's not blameless. But just like, can you just imagine, like, just, you're trying to write the greatest work of science fiction in the world. Yeah. And you've got Byron and Shelley just... Was Byron mm. hanging about as yeah, well? Yeah, yeah. So this is when, when she wrote foot. it. Basically, they were all holed up in this mansion in Switzerland during this really bad storm. And mm. they all started writing ghost stories. And she wrote Frankenstein. And that's yeah. basically the one that is the famous one yeah and um and just, just imagine just yeah just imagine just <laughs> sitting around with these two wankers who think they're the best thing oh the god's gift to literature yeah and you're just like i'm just trying to write this really amazing book about science fiction and the meaning of like god and humanity yeah and they're just like yeah but what about me what about my life you know like uh, yeah all right toots yeah and yeah. then i think i believe shelly left met or started fancying mary uh, sorry, started fancying Mary's sister and was like, oh, why don't God. we all just have a threesome, guys? What about free love? Like, she's like, you are disgusting. Good. I'm just, all I'm saying is, this is just a story from history where like, there's yeah. one woman trying to do some shit and there was a bunch of wanky men who just oh. think they're amazing yeah. just being dicks around her and like, if I were her, I would have staved their heads in. Yeah. And I feel like that repeats itself throughout history. Did they stay together forever? No, because he drowned did he? Lake Geneva. I yeah, know he, so he little took a about boat this. out in a storm like an idiot mm. and uh, drowned. We've all seen the perfect storm starring Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't end well. Instant Mars now, not instant Mars. Um, <laughs> yeah, he goes out on the. Uh, he drowns quite young, and then she sort of she doesn't remarry, right? Because um, she sort of hero worships him a bit. Oh. oh, oh, oh no! The best thing is the Frank, the original Frankenstein. This is not. This is sort of film. The original yeah. Frankenstein manuscript has his notes in the margin where he's edited <gasps> her work. You're kidding. No, I'm not. What, the, like, the worst boyfriend? Hang on, hang on. I've got to pause this. <laughs> so, on that note. on Right, the last thing I want to say is there should be a movie about Princess Anne. Okay. Right. Suze Kemner, Eleanor Morton, anti-monarchists. The monarchy is a ridiculous institution. It's I think we stupid. agree on this. Yeah. And it is... We don't agree that Michael Jackson was a paedophile. He nope. was. But <laughs> we do agree that monarchy is stupid. Yeah, definitely. King of pop, fine. King of England, what? <laughs> <laughs> but you think this should be a biopic? The monarchy is ridiculous. We know this. However, the people involved in the current monarchy, I don't massively have a problem with. I think the Queen seems like an all right bird. It must, and I have thought about this, it must be weird to have a Netflix series about your life on yes when you're not dead yeah and also if you watch the series like there's loads of scenes of her like yeah. getting down with Prince Philip Ooh. and and stuff where they have major rows which are like poshy stenders where she thinks he's <laughs> cheating on her and he and she's like ah you're she's cheating like, remember remember you have a family stuff like that remember very good impression remember you have a family 
Yeah, I think that's fine, Philip. There's a scene. Right. People talk about the crown. I said this the other day. Uh, so I'm going to repeat it. People talk about the crown I said it before, I'll say it again. I'll say it before I fucking repeat myself. They say the crown, it is so opulent. It is the classiest, most understated, stunningly acted drama on TV. And I love The Crown. I think it's a brilliant watch. I recommend it. Not seen it. How, I, I do reckon. I think you'd. I think you'd I really probably like would it, like actually. it. I think you'd I really do like, like it. Uh, it's great. However, there is a scene in season two of The Crown Uh-oh. where Prince Philip is just telling the Queen she's got really nice tits. Oh, come on, <laughs> come on now. He goes. She goes. I can't remember what it is he says. He goes, he says to her, oh, that's my favourite thing about you, about something. And she goes, what are your other, what's your, he says, that's my second favourite thing about you. And she says, oh, really? What's your favourite thing about me, Philip? And he says, well, there's two things, actually. And she goes, <laughs> and he goes, the milkmaid. Did my grandpa <clears throat> fight at Dunkirk for this? <laughs> I think the answer is yes. <laughs> so there's that. Anyway, the crown. I'm really looking but forward. But you want the Princess Anne version. Season three of The Crown is going to take place during uh, the late 60s to the mid 70s, apparently. And I'm all for it. I think that's great. Season four of The Crown, I will probably be the, 70, the late mid 70s onwards, which means it should include 1976, which is when Princess Anne Ooh. was in the 1976 Montreal Olympics on the Great British eventing team. Princess Anne... At least she's contributing. Absolutely. Do know a bit. Princess Anne and her daughter, Zara Phillips, oh, yep. uh, have both won uh, the European Championships mm-hmm. as eventers. Mm-hmm. And Zara Phillips, people who don't necessarily know things, often will say, if they know about this, will go like, who fucking cares? She's riding a horse and she's got unlimited money. Yep. Right. Right. <laughs> My Susan, I should pick an uh, argument here with <laughs> someone who's not in the room. Yeah. Who am, who, Suze, who are you fighting with? I don't know. Princess, but they're wrong. Princess Anne and Zara Phillips were both amazing on a horse. They were genuinely really good at what they did. And yes, a lot of money so they could buy the best horses. But I challenge anyone, including Ooh. me. I can Ooh. ride a horse. I'm bloody good at it. My, that's my mum's job. Don't make right? me do it. Eleanor, get on a horse. I don't want to do I it. I challenge you. No. Right. They are jumping obstacles that are absolutely massive. You stand up next to the things that Princess Anne, in particular, was jumping, then you'd go, Jesus fucking Christ. She was also riding a horse called Goodwill, which was the Queen's horse, which was a nightmare. This Not horse was so a Goodwill. Nightmare. Yeah, Goodwill, more like, no thanks, Will, <laughs> you man. <laughs> uh, Princess Anne fell from Goodwill during the cross-country section, which is the second Ooh. phase of the 3D event. There's three sections, obviously. She fell... She got a concussion, and they were like, maybe you should pull out, Anne. And she... (laughs) Stop it, you. (laughs) Maybe you should stop the event now, Anne. And she was like, get me back on that fucking horse. She got back on the horse. She finished that. A concussion is not going to stand in the way of Princess Anne. Damn straight. And a silver medal for England, for Great Britain and St. George. Yay. Anyway. And St. Andrew. What is St. Andrew? (laughs) Exactly. Yes, all of them. The Scotch one. (laughs) <laughs> what I was saying, I oh. think my view is yes. that Princess Anne yeah. is a decent human being. Zara Phillips seems like a laugh. And another thing, right? <laughs> Princess Margaret <laughs> features got to another her. thing. I love the monarchy. Uh, <laughs> Princess Anne features quite. He- Princess Anne, Princess Margaret features quite heavily in the Crown. Yes, she she's was the fun pr- one. She was the fit one. Uh, great 
tits. She, the Queen's got really massive tits and no one talks about it. Anyway, carry on. Uh, Princess, Ma- me, Princess Margaret <laughs> uh, was not allowed to marry the man that she wanted to yeah, marry because this, he'd yeah. been previously commoner. married. Oh no, that, yes. Yeah, he'd been previously married and it seemed to make her very unhappy. She then married someone else. Uh, the photographer. Blah, blah, blah. Yes, and she had two children with him. And I did a bit of research. Ooh. Both of Princess Anne's yeah, children, yeah. Princess Margaret's children. Sorry, I'm going to cut all this. I'm not going to cut it. It's staying in. <laughs> it, this is real. Princess <laughs> Margaret's. It's real life. Both of Princess Margaret's children, a son and a daughter, yeah. got married in sort of the early to mid uh, To each other. <laughs> to each other. And uh, that's why I hate the monkey. End of podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Anything goes. They both got married in the early to mid 90s to people they seem to really love. They Lovely. are still married now. Oh. A success story of marriage in the royal family. Very kind good. of unusual. Yes. Look at Edward V. He died. Uh, oh, yep. Take it all the way back. I feel like yeah. the monarchy is a terrible concept. However, yes. the people involved, I'm like, they're doing their bloody best. No, I, and I, I don't. I, don't I do think agree. that Prince Philip is being weekend at Burnseed. Burnseed. <laughs> <laughs> For several months now. Okay, I've got two questions to finish off. Okay. First question. Do you think you would care as much about horses or I would care as much about birds if it wasn't for our parents' prospective careers? Definitely not, because I'm not from money, but my mum is somehow a dressage rider. Yeah, why would I even look at a bird? Secondly, what would you call the film? The film about Princess Anne? Um, Ticket to Ride. (laughs) (laughs) She's got a ticket. And the soundtrack would be... By Danny Elfman, and it was like, <laughs> bum, 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 bum. and the single for the credits would be me singing a John Lewis version oh. of "Ticket to Ride." And I'm like, she's got and let's a take it ticket out on that. to ride. This is how we're going to end the podcast. She's got a ticket to ride. She do a harmony with me, Elena. She's got a ticket to ride. She don't. Care. Oh, I don't actually know the word. Prince and she don't care. It's just she don't care. All right. She don't. She don't care. care. <laughs> <laughs> Let's I have some more wine. All right. Um, look, do look. you want to say anything about your Twitter or? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. Look us up on Twitter. Who gives a fuck? Good night. Bye. <laughs>